Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Welcome back to Hit Stop, presented by Shogun. You hear all the details of that on my other podcast, Rolled Up with Nick. Have some great episodes coming out next week with David McCary, headless commerce expert. But today I am talking about retail pricing. Shout out to Sam in the Shopify Plus group for asking this question. Let's talk about what it looks like to go retail or to sell into retail, wholesale, etc. So Sam's question is, and let me just read it here. Does anyone know what profit is standard on wholesale sales? For example, if it costs $10 to manufacture a garment, what do I sell it for? We've always bought from wholesale vendors. My brand is at scale now, so it makes sense to start manufacturing ourselves and um, selling B2B. So first off, let me say I've sold into TJX here in Canada, lots of independent retailers, a few chains as well, and they all differ. As your volume goes up, typically prices come down and there are a lot of levers at play. So let's go over what these levers are. But first, but first, what is sort of standard? If a product sells for $100 on store shelves, the margin that that retailer makes is typically 30 to 60%. It depends on a number of factors. Is it something that's repurchased? Do customers come in again and again and again? Is it an anchor product? For instance, dog food, a staple product, is going to have much lower margins than, say, a leash or a collar. And this is just based on the cost of goods sold. This isn't including that it's a heavier product. It typically takes up a lot of volume on your store shelves. But the more popular products tend to have a little bit lower margin as well. Products with no expiry date that are very durable, they all can have varying margins as well. So let's say it's average 50% for the wholesaler. They might buy from the distributor and the distributor is making about 30% margin, maybe 35. So they're buying each unit from the distributor at $35. So now your wiggle room to play with is what you can get your cost of goods sold under $35. Let's say you're lucky enough to be able to double up your money, maybe even triple it up. You have $17.50 to work with. From there comes your marketing spend at each level. You might do a spiff at the distributor. You might do an in-store promo, like a, again, a spiff for the sales staff. You might have an end cap display, pay for some flyer spots. All of this is coming out of that cost of goods sold. If you have a product that can be returned, broken, uh, anything like that will impact your margin as well and any sort of payment terms. If you sell a holiday item or a seasonal item, you might be selling up to six months in advance. That's part of the reason that Christmas decorations go out in September and Valentine's Day happens right after Christmas. The retailers are sitting on that inventory. They want to start getting it selling as fast as possible. That's traditionally how retail works. But one question is, what is the value in each? How does anyone make any money? And the answer is volume. Typically, distributors are paid to break skids down to cases for wholesale and retailers to break cases down to individual units. And that's really what it means when it's a volume game. I've chatted with Chris Mead about this and a few others, but 
as nice as the juicy margins are from selling direct to consumer, there's just something about getting that purchase order and even better when the money hits the account that it is a five, six figure check. So I hope this sheds a little bit of light on if you are going into a retail strategy. If you are, make sure you have a retail page where shoppers can find you in store. Future stores can order or request pricing and a little bit more information. And if you're not in a ton of stores yet, link to your collection to make it easy for customers to purchase. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Pit Stop. Kept it short. Hopefully I made you an extra hundred bucks. If I did, let me know in the reviews and I'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. With 70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, it's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. I haven't been with them long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, OmniSend has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to Omnisend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love Omnisend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.